0: that the Bible is a very interesting book. It's filled with many, many secrets, knowledge, wisdom, and great stories. Welcome to Reveal the Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Stephanie Carter. This is episode 20, How to Study the Bible. Let's talk about it. everybody. This is another episode where we are going to dig into how to study the Bible. We're going to talk about um, my new book, um, How to Study the Bible. It's for Beginners. And I wanted to launch or just kind of launch you into just some basic things about the Bible in this episode. The last episode before this was sort of an introduction to why I wrote the book and kind of what's in the book. This episode, we're going to just sort of get right into it. Uh, A lot of people know about the Bible. It's one of the most famous, well-known books on the planet. People sort of know it when they see it. They just sort of know this book. Uh, People, you know, people have a lot of questions about the Bible. They're very curious about it, how it survived so long, and you know, all this, you know, these type of questions. But We're going to sort of dig into what is it about this book? What what is the book? Okay, before we begin, let me just give you some introduction. Why, Why do people hold the Bible with such weight? Why do we have it in such regard? Because this book is considered to be the word of God that God gave to men, and they put it in written form. That's basically what the book is. The Bible is God's um, disclosure and revelation of himself. It is himself in written form to people written to man through a man, through several men, several men authors in the book. It was written by humans, but it was divinely inspired. So it is a book that has a lot of spiritual connotations to it. It is a book that a lot of questions of life can be answered in the book, but it has to be spiritually discerned. Now, um, the Bible has two parts, Old Testament and the New Testament. Okay. A lot of people know this, but some don't. So I'm going to kind of hit the basics. It has a total of 66 books. It's written in three languages by about 40 different authors over about 1600 years. So it's a long a long 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 time. These authors of the books, um, they lived many in, you know a lot of different conditions. They lived at various times. But all of their stories connect, which that is just absolutely amazing. And they tell sort of one story that runs all through scripture. Now, each of these um, 66 books, they are a literary work in and of themselves, okay? They can sort of stand on their own, but they make up the larger work called the Bible, okay, which I said is the revelation of God, our Father. Now, the Bible also is God's truth to us, to mankind, that helps us find our way back to Him. And in fellowship with Him, it's um, it's just it's a revelation of who He really is. So when you want to know who God is, you've got to go look in this Bible, and He's in every book, in every chapter. He is there. The sixty-six books are what is called the canon of Scripture, with um, no more needing to be added, and you don't have to take anything away. It's complete the way it is. Now, are there other books that are written about the Bible and other books that contain spiritual things that happen in biblical times? Yes, but they are not in the canon of scripture. And I won't go into why that is here or in my uh, book because that's getting into more in-depth about the Bible and studying the Bible. And remember, this was for beginners. I'm just trying to uh, introduce the Bible and how to study it. For those that really want to understand the Bible more, want to hunger and thirst for it, want to really love the book, and they just, they don't know how. Now, or they feel, um, you know, or or they feel really um, intimidated by the book. So let me give you um, a scripture, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. Now this verse says, this is talking about the Bible, says all scripture, all of it from the front to the back. Is given by inspiration of God. Okay. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So the Bible is given by God and it's to help you. It's to help you live in righteousness. It's to help you live and do the good works of God, okay? The Bible takes precedence over all other books in literature ever written. It is the book. It is the book. It is the only book that contains life or life-giving words to you. The words literally can jump off of the page to you. It's translated in, you know, a lot of books have been translated into a lot of different languages. None like this Bible, okay? None like the Bible. Um, I've said to you that it's the inspired word of God. So it's a book where you have to have the Holy Spirit to help you understand the scripture, okay? You need the Holy Spirit to really help you understand scripture. It's a spiritual book. It's a book written by God. God's the author. The Holy Spirit's the author, And you need to depend on him to really keep you from error when you read it, to keep you from interpreting it the way that you want to interpret it. You need him to help you diligently study it, you know, just help you to see truth in it so that you're not blinded to what it's saying. The book is just God-breathed. It's it's in-breathed. It's just, it's inspired by God. The thoughts of God. They were given to different writers through the Holy Spirit, and they wrote these words. Um, The men who wrote it, they may or may not have been um, in their own words, but their words were what the Holy Spirit said. The men were fallible, but not what they wrote was, you know, infallible, okay? Um, The men who wrote the Bible, they sinned. We all know this, okay? Moses sinned, David sinned, he wrote Psalms, uh, he sinned. A lot of people, Paul, you know, before he was Paul, he was Saul. He sinned, chiefest of sinners, but they wrote the Bible. Now, um, it's just such a great book. I just really, really love the Bible. I just really want to just keep putting that out there. Um, Let me go in and I want to tell you, that's just a little bit kind of the basics of the Bible. There's way more in depth. You know, study about that. You could Google. You can go to libraries. There's so much that you can learn. But let me give you some uh, basic principles that will help you to study the Bible. This is kind of what this podcast is about, and I hope that you all went and you got your copy of the book and you can kind of follow along and uh, email me any questions about any of the different studies in here, the different methods. Um, but some basic principles that you need to know before you actually start studying, first of all, you really need to know studying the Bible is very rewarding, okay? it's It's extremely rewarding for you as a person, as God's child. But it is going to take some work, a little effort, some diligence to get out of the book what you really want. In this book, you have to, or you may have to reevaluate your time and just some dedication to this absolutely wonderful book. There are some fundamental ways of studying the Bible, but that'll help you get the most out of your time. But the methods will help you to as a student of the Word of God. Like this, this is for the person that wants to be a student of the Word. And that's on different levels. That could be a beginner level, or that could be at a more advanced level. But there are some things that you need to know, some principles, and the first one is you must be born again. All right, if you are not a born again person, if you've not given your life to God, it's going to be very difficult for you to really study the Bible and get out of it what God really wants you to get out of the book. Like I said, it's a spiritual book. Um, a spiritual man has to have it. It's it's the only book where a spiritual man can understand the deep truths that it's teaching okay so it's it's just if you haven't ever given your life to Christ think about that really really consider that and think about that a person who's not born again they're not forbidden from reading the book it's just that you're going to get far more out of it if you've actually given your heart and your life to Christ to God the Father to the Holy Spirit where you can actually understand The person who actually wrote the book, what they are saying to you. Now, uh, the second thing is, you must have a heart to do the work. You must have a heart. You just, you just have to have a heart to to do to do the work that it takes to study the Bible. It's not a book for the faint at heart. You have to make up your mind. Okay, I'm not going to give up on the hard passages, the things that are difficult. But you're going to have to dig for the truth in there. God wants you. God wants you to understand this book. He doesn't want you to, to be vague and sort of in the dark and you don't understand, but you are going to have to sort of be a thinker to actually study it. Now, now I'm not saying um, if you're a person and you just want to just read the Bible just for reading it, you can read it just to read it. But no, there is far more truth that needs to be uncovered than just reading it. Okay, far, far, far more. The Bible has many hidden treasures and you'll just get way more out of it if you take that route. The third principle is you must have a deep love for the Bible. Now, this is for the person I said who really wants to be a student of the word. Even on a baby level, you still want to be, you have to love the book. Okay, it may sound strange, but you can, uh love a book. You really can. You can love a book. You must, you must what I mean by this is you need to desire that you want to store up the words in your heart. You want to the words must be precious to you. You want to contain them with within your heart. Okay. Um the fourth principle is you must be obedient to the teachings of the Bible. It's gonna it is going to be very, very difficult to study the Bible and you don't actually obey what the Bible says to get the most out of it. The teachings come as life instructions for your everyday life for you. God wants you to, to study it, to understand it, to, to, for understanding. You should not study the Bible because you're just curious. Now, people do that, but that's, that shouldn't be the motive. Some do this and they can find some benefit from it, but for the most part, it's not that kind of a book. Okay, the Bible is an instruction manual for your life. You read it, you study it, to do it and to live it. You don't read it just because you're curious because the book comes alive to you. It can change your life. It's a it's a book of truth that is meant to be lived, not hidden away in your soul. Number 5, the number 5 principle is you have to surrender your total will To God. When your will is totally surrendered, you will fully uh, understand the truths of the Bible. A lot of people struggle with reading the Bible because their will has not been fully submitted. Okay. They debate with the word, they want to argue with the word. um, And so they've not released their own way. So it's going to be very difficult to surrender to the one who actually wrote the book. The sixth principle is you must have a childlike attitude of your heart. God reveals some of the most deepest and most profound things to his children that simply just believe him like little children. You know, kids kids really believe. If you tell them something, when they're innocent, they just believe it. They full-hearted believe it. You can't shake them. They will wait at the window all day for the thing that you said. Wait at the door. They believe it. They have no preconceived notions. So that's sort of how you come to the Bible. You come to it with no preconceived notions, no reservation of thoughts, just pure belief and acceptance of what it says. The word of God says this, this is what you believe. It says that, that's what you believe. So be very childlike in your faith Believing God for what truths are contained in the Bible. The seventh principle is you must be determined the Bible to be the Word of God. You have to settle. This is the Word of God. Embrace that truth that a holy God spoke His words to men and they wrote it down. I'm not asking you to understand how it happened not asking you to understand when it happened, what order it happened in, you know, how did this, whatever. Just believe and determine the Bible is God's word. A person who doesn't believe the Bible can study it. They can get something from it. But a believer must come to this book and really recognize that this is the word of God to them. That means that this book, the Bible, is speaking to you personally. You have to settle that. You must study it as the word of God, not just in theory, but it's it's a personal word to you. Okay? Personal. You must study it as if the Bible, you know, you're in the presence of God with this book and God's talking to you. And honestly, that's really the best part. Because sometimes you can read one verse and be on one verse in a chapter for a month, just soaking in truth in that verse. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Others, you're like, how can that be? That's just a verse, a sentence, but it's a holy book. It's a holy book. Listen for the voice of God talking to you when you read it and, and teaching you different things. Listen for his voice. The eighth principle is you must remember there is no one right way to study. Okay, now I'm gonna give you five, six different methods, but those aren't the only methods. These are just some easy, easier ones that I chose to put into you know, my book. They're sort of basic, but there's no one right way to study, but there are some basic keys for how to study some tools some other books that you're going to need, just some things you're going to have to do. You don't need to feel defeated if you're like, I'm having this busy day or week and I didn't get to studying my Bible this week. Um, You go at your own pace. It's not like something you have to do every single day. You just need to be consistent for your life. God is really more concerned about developing a relationship with you than he is with, the way you're spending time with him, okay? So he's more concerned, remember, about having a relationship with you and a way to spend time with you than how you're doing that. If it's once a week, just the weekends, seven days a week, middle of the night, first thing in the morning. So there's no perfect day or time to study. Just study when you can, but make a plan and try, to stick with that plan, okay? So I just wanted to drop that um, on you today. I'm not gonna get into the tools for a Bible study um, until next episode. So the next episode, I'm gonna give you the different Bible tools that you're going to need for study. Well, you know what? I guess I'll go ahead and just give those to you because I'm thinking that will help some of you instead of waiting for another week. So let's say, okay, you want to study the Bible, okay? So we're just going to start with this. So the next thing that I want to give to you is the tools that you will need for studying the Bible, okay? You can't talk about studying the Bible without talking about some of the other tools that you are going to need to study it. Um, You actually do need a Bible, but you're going to need some other things, and the list of these things are in my book, but I'll give them to you here. You Now, you don't need all of these at once, but some of you probably have them in your house. You can go to a library and get them, or there's always on Amazon, but you're going to need a Bible atlas um, and history book, okay? You're going to need a topical textbook. You're going to need a commentary. Now, these, I'm just giving you the flat out generic, what you will need. But when I say commentary, there are so many commentaries. So you have to just get familiar with that. Um, You're going to need a concordance. You are going to need a Bible dictionary and encyclopedia. And you're going to need some notebooks. Okay. So you're going to need those things to help you kind of get some more, just get more anchored in how you want to study a Bible version. Okay, this, now I'm going to just give this to you in a a really kind of simple way. There are so many Bible versions out right now. I mean, there's there's just so many. So many versions that I've actually never even heard of some until recent. There are uh, the ESV Bible, the RSV, NRSV, NASB, King James, New King James, There's the NIV, there's the message, the living. There's so many. There's just so many translations. Okay. You need to start with one that you are comfortable with. You need to start with a translation that you can read. Now, to study the Bible and to use those tools like a concordance, I would not start with a living Bible, the message. These are like in the category of paraphrase. I wouldn't start with the paraphrase Bible. I would start with a more formal um, type of Bible, which would be King James or New King James or NASB or ESV. The, um, I would start with those translations. Okay. The NIV reads really well. This is in my opinion. It reads really well, but it's actually missing hundreds of scripture. Don't know why that is, but if you Google it, it's missing a lot of scripture. So I wouldn't start with that. I'd really just sort of start with a King James, a new King James, um, an ESV or a NASV. Okay. Now, those are what I would would recommend you start with. And you need probably a good um, a reference Bible. Get one of those as a reference Bible. A good reference Bible could be a Schofield reference Bible, could be a Thompson Chain reference Bible, uh, could be a Holman study Bible, um, or a New Oxford reference Bible. Any any of those would be good. A Schofield is a really good, um, real good study Bible. That's just kind of what my top one that I recommend, that and a Thompson Chain. But everybody has to get the Bible that they feel really comfortable with for studying okay, that you just want to study. So I'm going to leave it at that. And hopefully you've gotten the book and you're kind of looking through and you're sort of understanding this. You can do some research on Google, on Bible translations, where to start, what's the best for you. But that's sort of my recommendation. In our next episode, we're going to go ahead and talk about basic steps for Bible study, just kind of How you just actually, just the basic things when you just open up your Bible and let's say you're looking at the book of Matthew or the book of Colossians, what do you do? And we'll just sort of start with there and get into the first method. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. If you would like more information about me, please email me at stephaniecarter45 at aol.com or check out my website at stephaniemcarter.com sign up for the free devotional on the fruit of the spirit and anything else there check out my blog post and I'm in the process of creating tons of information for you it just takes a while to get all this out and feel free to support this podcast if you would like in the link in the podcast all right and I thank you so much and have a great day talk to you later